We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 971 fm talk on demand audio 97.1 fm talk my guest this morning one of the guests this morning actually yeah ashley yablon appreciate your time this morning ashley we'll jump right into your book here your author of Standing Up to China, and that caught my attention for a variety of reasons, but what is the primary reason you wrote this book? Um, I wrote the book, actually, I'd, I'd given a number of speeches and was trying to tell the story of, of what happened to me being a, a whistleblower, and s- several times when I gave a speech or talked about it, many of the, the truths were, were left out. The attorneys didn't want to, ironically, attorneys didn't want to have any liability. So I want to tell the real story of what happened um, detail by detail and, and explain my my concerns and, and how my life was was jeopardized for telling the truth. Well, can you can you get into that a little bit? Because I think that's what's what what was what, what truth were they trying to hide? I guess this is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So so a little bit of the background. Uh, I was the general counsel, so the in-house head attorney for ZTE USA. And what I stumbled upon was uh, while our government was investigating ZTE as well as Huawei, two of the largest telecom companies in the world, both are Chinese-based, they found them to be a threat to national security. And Reuters had stumbled across an article. Uh, in their article, they stumbled across uh, a contract between ZTE and the embargoed country of, of Iran. And ZTE in that contract was selling hundreds of millions of dollars of spying technology. Also, Reuters found a 902-page packing list. And the packing list defined out not only the spying technology, but the U.S. component parts that were in it. So the problem there is it didn't just list out the, uh, the you know, the spying technology, but also the component parts that were U.S.-based, and that's illegal, uh, to basically sell to the embargoed countries. And what ZTE had done had created an elaborate scheme of buying through shell companies hundreds of millions of dollars of U.S. component parts, getting those back to ZTE, putting those into spying technology, and then selling it to the embargoed countries. And what I... When I found out as an attorney, I, I had an ethical duty because ZTE wanted to lie to the government and wanted me to be the scapegoat and swear to their lies. And obviously, I couldn't do that as an ethical attorney. And I went to our FBI and I explained and gave them great detail of what happened and what went on. They created a 32-page affidavit. Unfortunately, that affidavit got leaked. 
And that's when ZTE threatened to kill me because I had cost them hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. So you were representing ZTE and due to conscience, which is amazing. And I very much laud you for doing that. You said, I can't do this. You took it to who you trusted to be the, the highest law enforcement in the land, the FBI. And then they weren't responsible with the document that they put together. <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I did go to our government. I, here I am a lawyer. Uh, my, my former wife was a lawyer. All my best friends are lawyers. But I ended up out of my own pocket hiring five lawyers well over to the tune of, you know, six figures, uh, selling things that I own just to represent me, criminal lawyers, employment lawyers, whistleblower lawyers. Like I said, selling everything that I had just to pay them, um, it, just to do the right thing. And like I said, it ended up almost costing me my life. Ashley Yablon on the phone with us, ZTE general counsel, former anyway, turned whistleblower, author of Standing Up to China. I'm going to ask you a question here. I don't know whether you'll be able to answer this or you have to be careful. You know, I'm going to ask it anyway. That's what we do. Uh, when you took this to the FBI, did you trust the FBI enough to think that this wouldn't happen? Or do you think that this was intentional that they leaked this? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, looking back now after, what, almost over 10 years, uh, I wonder now, because at the time I didn't think so, but now I wonder, was this intentional? Was I set up to be that person who, uh, first of all, leaked about what uh, ZTE slash the, you know, China was doing, and then also leaked by our own government? I, I, I never thought of it at the time, uh, but now I do. So that's a great point. I, I don't have an answer one way or the other, but uh, that's that's something I, I've thought about quite a bit. No, I appreciate your honesty. It's just it's it's so top of mind now with current events that I thought, gosh, m maybe you were ahead of the curve here on this one. Um, let me ask you this, though, with ZTE, what what's the timeline we're talking about? When did you come to this conclusion that you could not work for them anymore? So I started got my dream job. Uh, this was my dream job to be the general counsel of a multi-billion dollar company. And I worked so hard to get it. I got it in October of 2011. And in November is what I call the Thanksgiving meeting when we realized we were under house investigation for being a threat to national security. And later on, when the Reuters article came out about four months later in March of 2012, and then going to ZTE and then saying, we're going to lie to the government. We're going to hide documents. We're going to uh, destroy evidence. And we want you to say we're doing nothing wrong. That's when I went to attorneys. Uh, like I said, hired five different lawyers to represent me, sold everything I had to pay for them, and realized that at that time that that's when I, uh, I needed to do something not only to save my life but um, to preserve uh, what it means to be an American. Gosh, because this is actually this is such a huge scandal that I, I'm just surprised that we I guess we're so overloaded with scandals that it's hard to for any one of them to break through. But I mean, just as you're talking, I'm like, gosh, this is such a big deal. And it's not as if I have not heard anything about it. It's just that it's not as top of mind as it should be. Let me ask you this. When when you're talking about what ZTE did, are they still, is this still a problem, whether it would be with ZTE or Huawei or whoever? I, I think that's a great question. I think so. And I, 
let's be honest. The reason I titled the book Standing Up to China, it was obviously I was standing up to ZTE, but we all know, uh, regardless of what these Chinese companies say, that they are run by the Chinese government. And that's why I called it Standing Up to China, because truly that's what I was doing. I, I look now, and, and ZTE obviously admitted to everything I said, and in 2017, paid the largest penalty ever. They paid over two point oh two and a half billion dollars just so they could stay in business here in the U.S. And uh, you know we see Ericsson getting in trouble, um, you know, several months ago for for paying off uh, terrorists and, and groups like that. So is it a problem? Yes, I, I think China obviously realized that they got busted for this, got in trouble, um, but they're just in a way building a better mousetrap. It's it's not as if they'll stop. It's it's figuring out a better way to do it next time. Ashley, this this question is is a little bit off the radar of where we've been talking. But how is this related to Facebook and some of the election interference stuff that we've we've heard about in the news? Yeah, I, I think it's it's extremely interesting. You know, uh, here's here's a Facebook uh, letting us know that they've they've uh, you know busted this this scheme. And uh, what was that scheme? Well, there was about 80 different accounts that were created by by Chinese uh, uh, citizens trying to um, make really uh, big issues of uh, topical points of abortion here and gun control, et cetera. And it's really the first time that they've gotten in and, and posed as U.S. on U.S. issues. They've they've talked from afar, but. Again, this isn't anything new. I mean, in 20, was it 2016, we have Russia, and Russia spent over, gosh, over $300 million since 2014 trying to influence foreign campaigns. We know of the tie-ins between Russia and China, uh, and we know of their alliance. Uh, so I, I think it's topical. There's, there is a reason why uh, China is spending so much money and so much effort trying to influence. What that, what that reason is, I don't know. But I think it's it does tie into kind of a lot of what the, my book is about, and that is trying to gain influence, so at least the East is, over West and Western culture and now delving into our politics and, and a threat to our, uh, our democracy. Ashley, we're almost out of time here, but is there anything else that I have failed to ask? Because I feel like there's so much here. Just anything that you want people to know that I haven't asked about? I think you've done a great job of asking really pointed questions. Uh, again, I, obviously, the you know the theme of the book is is trying to do the right thing, and and how far will you go to do the right thing when it costs you? In my case, my career uh, for a number of years, I lost my job, and uh, almost lost my life with the death threats that ZTE were threatening to kill me. Um, but I, I, I think that's the key, and and hopefully, no one will ever have to go to the extremes that I did. But uh, hopefully it's, uh, it's an influence that we, sh- we should all try to do the right thing in, in every, every phase of our life. Well, Ashley, it is my privilege to talk to you this morning because without people like you putting it all on the line and saying, no, I'm going to do the right thing and it's going to cost me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because you could have made a lot of money. You could have been very, very comfortable with just turning the other, turning, turning a blind eye to it and just, just kind of going with the flow. But it's because of people like you that we even maybe know that this is an issue. So I want to thank you not only for your time, but for what you've done. 
Thank you. Uh, thank you for saying that. And uh, thank you also for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Ashley Yablon, he is the author of Standing Up to China. Highly recommend that you check out that book. Ashley, where do you recommend people getting it, by the way? Sure. Uh, it's um, obviously online, both at uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And uh, you can also follow it at from my uh, website at ashleyyablon.com. Thank you so much again for your time and for everything. This is Wiggins America. We have more on the way. Stick around. We'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.